0: Hello, hello, hello. <clears throat> it's morning time where I am. It's 10.37 a.m. to be exact. It is some hours after the lunar eclipse in Taurus just occurred. Um, and I was able to wake up throughout the night to see it. Um, I want to apologize in advance because I'm sitting in my car and there are some teens outside cursing up a storm and making noise. I don't know if the AirPods are going to pick up that noise, but if you can hear it, I'm sorry. So, um, this is basically going to be a Jolly Misfit venting episode. I have been crying since, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> Sometime yesterday, like I've been like really emotional. Um. So the other day, I wanted to go and scatter some of my aunt's ashes near the waterfall in Patterson or Passaic. I think it's Passaic Waterfall. And um, I was trying to figure out, like, how do I open this iron. I go on Google, and it's like, you know, sometimes the urns are sealed with wax or other types of sealant to keep it closed. You kind of got to, basically, it told me, like, you got to figure out how it's sealed so you know how to open it. And I remember picking it up one time a certain type of way, and it felt like it was opening. And I'm trying to twist and twist and twist, but I was twisting the wrong part of it. And so I finally was able to twist the right part of it and um I was already emotional before I did that. I've been emotional due to pregnancy, pregnancy hormones and then just things in my personal life that are all that all seem a bit overwhelming for me because they're all hitting either back to back or all at once or both. Um so you know, my aunt, I wanted to scatter some of her ashes because uh, all right, backstory on my aunt, in many of her last years, I'm going to say, she kind of was like confined, whether it was, um, you know, when she had her own place confined in her apartment because she couldn't She couldn't walk that much because of health issues, various health issues. Um, Sometimes she would get hospitalized for periods of time due to her breathing. Um, She had asthma really bad. Uh, And then at a certain point, it just, you know, the thing to do was to, she went into a nursing home. And in the nursing home, um you know she kind of was just basically like confined to the bed in her room in the nursing home. there were times when she were able to, was able to get up and walk but it was it was a challenge for her 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 a lot of her life was a challenge for her, but in her later years um leading up to her passing away it it was very challenging for her. Only she knows how challenging and only she knows how she dealt with what she dealt with. But it was a challenge, basically. Um, And so I had went and spoke to... I consulted with someone. And they said to me, you know... they, They said something to me that opened up my, my eyes to something I hadn't thought about with this. Like, you know, she's confined and earned. <laughs> and it didn't never clicked in my head. Like, in my head, it, it, I always just had the thought, like, I have my aunt. I have her. She's close. You know, this is, this is my family. This is a loved one. She's here. She's close. But I, it never clicked, like, you know she was always confined in her lady years, just sitting, not able to move much or laying, not able to move much and looking out the window and wanting to go and do and just couldn't. And um, I know some people feel like, well, she's passed away. She's not in the urn. Those are just her remains. Well, her remains were a part of her. And if she has passed on, I don't want to hold her remains hostage or confined like that. Um, so back to what I was about to say, I figured out how to open up the urn and I open it huh, and fucking floodgates... Wow, now it's a truck backing up. Um, I'm going to let this pass. This shit is loud. The timing of this shit. Okay, but I open up the urn, and it's, it's floodgates for me. I am a bawling, hot, he's about to back up again. Oh, no, he's not. Um, I am a bawling hot mess. Um, to say that I cried tears is an understatement. I had a full on, um, like a little bit of an anxiety attack. Not a little bit, full on anxiety attack. It, it was hard for me to catch my. It was. It was all of that. <laughs> it was all of that. It was a lot. It was a lot of emotion, and um, it 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 was a lot. It was a lot. Um, With what I've been going through, I often sit and I find peace in sitting in front of my ancestral altar and talking in front of the pictures of my loved ones that have passed on and um one of the things that I often say when I'm talking to them is like how the hell did you make it through the shit that you made it made through like how because this shit that I'm going through it seems impossible like how did you function how um many times <clears throat> when I sit in front of my altar and I sit and I talk, um it, it definitely helps, it definitely helps. Sometimes it helps more than actually speaking to the living. Uh, but um, so I, I opened the urn, and I am a hot, bawling mess. I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm trying to calm myself down. Um, I don't like the idea that I'm crying like this because I know that the baby can feel it. But it was one of those things that kind of was like being pulled out of me. I have been um, withstanding a lot lately, and I guess that just it drew it out. And um, that particular day, I went up to the falls, and i I wasn't able. I, I'm not gonna say I wasn't able to. I wasn't comfortable with scattering her ashes there because it just it didn't sit right. Like, if it was a sunny day, I I, would have felt better. But it was, like, when I left the house, the weather was decent. It was warm. It was sunny. By the time I got halfway down the parkway, it was dark and it started drizzling. By the time I got to the falls, um, it was like drizzling, raining on and off. So I got a phone call while I was there and I just took all of that as a sign of, um, not the time or place. Came back home and I put for her arm back on the altar next to the space I created for her or in the space I created for her. Um, this morning... I woke up out of my sleep at about 3 in the morning. That's when I first went and peeped out the lunar eclipse um, out the window. And, um, you know, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I try to pray a lot. Because I, I, I was once told, like, you know, when you're awakening in those night hours, like, that God is trying to tell you something so i I try to pray you know i start i'm praying i'm i'm just up My, my brain is going but um i'm up and then i go back to sleep i wake up i go look out the window again i see the next phase of the moon and it's just like it's amazing for me to see with my naked eye i didn't even bother to take pictures because it's not the same um but I wanna say about five, six in the morning. Um the sun is shining, cause you know daylight savings just passed. So it's it's brighter earlier in the morning. The sun is shining and I'm like I'm I'm hearing in my head, like do it now. It's windy, the wind will carry the ashes. Um it's sunny. The sun, the sun is rising. So you know, it's, it's getting sunny. It's bright out. Um, do it now. Um, so brief pause. I want to tell you, the night before. Let me see. When did I go to Pisaic? on Sunday? Today's Tuesday. So Saturday night into Sunday. I had two dreams, um, of which one of them. I'm driving down the highway to go, down the parkway to go to the beach. As soon as I get, like, close to the beach, I could see the beach on my right. But the sky gets dark. (coughs) It starts raining. And um, the wind picks up really, really heavy. And I look to my right, and I see, like, a funnel cloud over the ocean in the beach. And so the people that were traveling in their cars behind me i guess they called and said you know we have to turn around this is we can't go to the beach like this but i i missed the exit that they got off on and i kind of just like went my own way um but the the theme in that dream for me was the wind really heavy winds the other dream i'm in an airplane and there's a lot of turbulence but i'm somehow navigating the airplane not in a way that a regular pilot would but it is There's too much for me to explain right now, and I don't want to derail. Um, But the wind, and you know, it it was a lot of turbulence. Both dreams, a lot of wind. So um, it wasn't a surprise for me when I went to go to Passaic, and the weather had changed like that because I saw it the night before. Like, whatever plans that I had, it wasn't able to go through because of the weather. It, It wasn't the time. But the wind spoke to me because it's like, what you trying to do? I didn't want to pour part of her remains on any surfaces. I wanted them to blow in the wind. I wanted the universe to take her ashes in the wind. that felt like what was supposed to happen. So um, five close to six this morning you know i'm I'm hearing like "Go do it now, It's early, the sun is rising, it's bright, it's cold, it's windy, and it's not gonna be a bunch of people outside. Go do it now, so um I grab the urn, I get dressed i you know I do what I need to do, I grab the urn and um i go to a place that um i feel felt led to go and it's not a place that i frequently visit but it's definitely a place where i knew i could do complete the task so i go but on my way you know i'm i'm praying I'm and then I, I just start talking to my aunt about the things that I'm going through. When she was alive, she was a good listener. She'd give you some really good but honest advice. She didn't sugarcoat shit at all. And um, you know I talked to her. As if she was still physically here. And I know I have living people that I could call and speak to, but I I feel like the things that I've been going through, I feel like I have overwhelmed them. And, um, I don't want to put my negative feelings and hurts and pains and emotions off on them. So, it, it, it definitely, um, definitely, at least I definitely found a lot of comfort in speaking to my ancestors because I... I know I'm not overwhelming them because they understand in a different type of way. I have to blow up my nose. <laughs> I don't like to do this on a bike, but I'm having an emotional moment. So, um, you know, I'm driving and I'm telling myself, like, hold yourself together. But then that, that it was like floodgates all over again. And I'm just, I'm driving. I'm crying. I'm, I'm wiping my tears, um, and I'm just talking straight from the heart, like I said, just like I would if she was alive. And um, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm 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 talking, and I'm letting it all out, and it's a lot. Some of these things that I have been faced to deal with are a lot. And sitting and thinking, like, you know, I know there's people that go through worse than me. How the fuck do people deal with this shit? Bow my nose again. <laughs> It's gross, but I haven't figured out a way to pause and restart um, but it, it it's it's really just like um there's people that go through worse than me. How do they deal with this? How have they dealt with it how do like it, it, it I don't know, but anywho um, I'm talking to her. And, you know, I'm also saying, like, you know, I hope that um, wherever she is, that if she's not at peace by me scattering some of her ashes, I pray that she, she, at that point, I pray that she becomes at peace. Um, I prayed that I was able to give her some type of solace. But I kind of felt bad because I am an emotional wreck. Like, I've had a couple people say to me, like, I don't know how you are holding yourself together. And I swear to God, I don't even know how the fuck I'm doing it. It could only be from the grace of God. Um, my ancestors lifted me up. My love for my children. Um, and whatever else God has instilled in my life. But I'm a mess. I am a mess. And as much as I'd like to sit here and just blame it on pregnancy it is so not just pregnancy um i don't know that i've ever sat here on the podcast and talked about spiritual journeys and spiritual transformations but um they are fucking rough they are rough the best thing that i could compare it to is like childbirth you know when 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 that baby is developing and you got that glow and your belly is big and round and all that good shit, you know, it looks so cool until it's time. Like, until it's fucking crunch time and them contractions are whooping your ass. You are struggling to fucking think. You can't walk. You can't move too much. Like, it's, in my opinion, from my perspective, spiritual transformations are synonymous with childbirth. You have a fun phase, and then you go through some shit. But at the end of going through that shit is a beautiful reward a beautiful reward but like oh my god the hard part is so hard it is so fucking hard and I know so many of us have heard what don't kill you make you stronger but when you going through it oh Mm -mm. it is it hurts um last night the moon i saw the moon it was a full so this was a lunar eclipse and a full a full moon and a lunar eclipse however you want to word it that's what it was um last night i took some time to myself i came outside to my car um i have an suv so i opened up the trunk and i just sat sat and let my feet dangle And I just looked up at the moon, and I prayed and prayed and talked and prayed and prayed and talked. And, um, you know, I am trying to not be consumed by what I'm going through. While at the same time, I'm trying not to hold everything in. While at the same time, I'm trying not to burden people when I feel the need to constantly talk about certain things. I'm trying to find the balance is hard. And while I'm going through what I'm going through and trying to juggle all of these things, I also have to consider my own mental health I have to consider the effect that I could be having on my children that are watching me. I have to even more consider the effect that my feelings that I really can't control are going to have on this child that I'm carrying in my stomach. Um, so when, you know, I got, I, I got to scatter some of her ashes. When I opened it again, it was floodgates again. Um, but not as bad. But still floodgates. Um, and then I was able to pull myself together and, you know, do what needed to be done. Um, So I did it. Uh, and I prayed while I did it. I talked while I did it, and, um, I felt all right, I felt all right, um, I felt better, but, uh, I'm still, you know, my feelings are still being felt, (laughs) I'm still feeling my feelings, um so I get to i'm I'm on my way home after this. I did what I needed to do. I'm heading on my way home, and I remember I need gas, so I get the gas, and I remember up, oh, you need to get this damn laundry done so i go to my local grocery store because i just i don't want to pay a fee at the atm for nothing when I, mean, I could just go buy something that i actually need in my house and get cash back that's what i did go get some not milk milk and i get the cash back but before i went inside the store i'm scrolling on facebook and i see um Someone that I follow made a post and they said, they, they it was basically like a phone number. They said, if you need a little encouragement, these kindergartners, fucking kids, have created a hotline, you know, to basically like give you words of encouragement. And I, s- I feel like I sound ridiculous crying like this, but they're like, um, give it a call, it's free, it's blah, blah, blah. So, I say, yo, oh, you see everything for a reason. I'm about to blow my nose, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, um, everything happens for a reason. You see everything for a reason. So, I call a number and it's like, you know, press one if you just need um a picker up or Well, press 1 if you need, like, words of encouragement. Press 2, I don't know, if, like, you're feeling sad and you need to be picked up. Press 3 if you want us to tell you to have a nice day. Press 4 if you need somebody to tell you you look good. And press 5 for something else. I can't remember. Um. It's hot in here. So, I pressed two because I'm, I'm, I'm sad. (laughs) Um, and it was such simple stuff being said and I just, I fucking floodgates again. I sat in my car in a stop and shop parking lot crying my eyes out i cried and it, it was it was <sighs> <laughs> for an individual like myself who often feels awkward or, like, an outsider or a misfit. And for an individual like myself who feels like that and is going through some serious challenges in their life at the same time, those pre-recorded messages from those kindergartners spoke to my whole soul. my whole soul it was as if it was as if they were pre-recorded just for me a minute to be able to, like, listen and then be able to, like, pull myself together so I could go in the store to get what I needed to get, um... I want to say, um, you never know the role that a, a complete stranger is going to play in your life, and you never know how people that you think. That you know can actually um affect your life you never know what a person is going through. I didn't really understand the meaning of that until recently. You never know what people have tucked behind a smile or a straight face. It'll cost no money because no money to be kind. it's it, it's actually free um those little kindergartners. <laughs> and their teachers they have no clue how bad of a spot I've been in how much I really needed to hear those words, those things, (sighs) I had no clue, and I know that there's somebody out there that's probably listening to them in a worse off situation than me. kids they're innocent children and they, they mean well and they have no clue how how they kind innocent were help give me a little bit of a boost and restore a little a little hope in humanity. I have been really struggling these past few months. Like real bad in ways that um if I didn't tell a person they wouldn't know. And um I've had to deal with um so much. So much. And I'm crying like this now. And I'm really praying. And hoping. That this is the last time. That I'll ever. Have to feel so. Such. Such a um. A heavy feeling on my chest like this. I pray that this is the last time. That um. I'll never have to go through the things that I've been through these past couple of months. I pray that um from here on out, I'm on the upside. And I've I really been praying that um God really turned things around and puts them in my favor. Because it's been rough. It's been. It's, It's been rough, and I don't really care to um, go, but so far with explanations, but um, these fucking kids, yo. I'm gonna turn the air on here so I have to let the windows up um it's it's been rough dealing with uh thinking that you thinking that how do I put this Thinking that you understood something, and you were so far off, um, unpleasant surprises that really fuck you up, um, people's masks melting off their face for you to get to see who they really are. Um, Deception, Uh, financial struggle, Uh, emotional struggles, parenting woes, self esteem challenges, so many things loss of loved ones and so many things you know and I've, I've held in a lot I've held in a lot I am um, right now Um, I'm just trying to regroup myself, but I felt the need to cry it out once more. I don't know how many more times I'm going to do this because I wasn't even expecting for it to be like this. Oh, God. But, uh, I want to thank those little children. I don't know if anyone will ever, they'll ever hear it, but, um, uh, let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share the phone number in case anybody at any given time needs to hear it. Uh, yeah. The post says, if anyone needs a little motivation today, call 707-873-7862. It's a school project where kindergarteners give you a pep talk. And um, that pep talk really, it, it did what it was supposed to do. Thank you. Um, but I'm going to end this here I'm going to try and pull myself together before I go back in the house thanks for listening if you listen and um, I hope the next episode is on a much more happier note have a great day, happy full moon happy lunar eclipse And um, thanks for listening to the Jolly Misfit Podcast.